WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Owen Henderson. It's Friday, February 4th, 2022. The Graduate Employees Organization, also known as the GEO, has spent this semester organizing and bargaining for COVID-19 safety rights and safer working conditions. At the end of January, the GEO wrote a petition outlining their demands for COVID-19 exposure notifications, increased testing requirements, year-long access to N95 masks, and worker choice about instructor modality. The petition quoted the 5.47 positivity rate on campus and the over 3,600 cases on campus since the beginning of January was to cite the Champaign-Urbana Public Health Guidelines and the Illinois Health Department's recommendations, which they say echo the current COVID policies in place at the university. The GEO still stands by their previous demands and plans to have another meeting discussing their bargaining plans for their new contract with UIUC in the spring, and will have a virtual meeting on Wednesday, February 9th. In-person classes were moved to an online format the second half of this week due to dangerous levels of snow, wind, and ice in Champaign-Urbana. The Illinois Department of Transportation urged Illinoisans to stay off the road except in emergencies. In groups of 11, Urbana Public Works employees worked in 12-hour shifts to clear roads of snow on Wednesday, while employees in Champaign worked from 11 p.m. Tuesday to salt roads and prevent slipping before the storm started. Urbana City offices like the Urbana Free Library, the Landscape Recycling Center, the Public Works Building, and the Urbana City Building will be closed throughout today. Carl Clinics in Champaign-Urbana and in surrounding regions decided to go fully virtual Thursday. The state is preparing for the snow to potentially continue into the early hours of this morning. The Omicron surge may be coming to an end in Illinois with hospitalizations, positivity rates, and deaths declining statewide, experts say the surge is showing promising signs of dying down. The positivity rate has decreased 8% since the beginning of January. However, the new stealth subvariant of Omicron might stall the decline of the surge. The first case in Illinois has been identified at Northwestern Medicine and is said to be more contagious but without causing severe disease. In other countries with the subvariant, the number of cases has plateaued. Doctors believe that if the subvariant follows the same pattern, we could see a stabilization in the number of new cases, followed by a decline. Vaccination and booster shots are still the most effective protection from Omicron and its subvariant. A raid led by U.S. Special Forces in Syria has led to the death of ISIS leader Abu Ibrahim al-Hashimi al-Qurayshi. President Biden announced the success of the raid in a press conference yesterday morning. He also revealed that al-Qurayshi was not directly killed by U.S. troops, but instead killed himself with an explosive device as U.S. forces approached the compound he resided in. The blast also claimed the lives of 13 other people, including children and family of al-Qurayshi and other civilian bystanders. There are, however, discrepancies between official sources concerning the exact number of civilian casualties. Biden touted the mission as a critical strike in ongoing efforts to combat ISIS 
and other Islamic terrorist groups around the world. The 2022 Olympic Winter Games begin today in the Chinese capital city of Beijing. 109 medal events will occur across 15 featured winter sports this year, from curling to bobsledding, with competitions for some events already started as of Wednesday. The opening ceremony is set to air live on NBC at 6.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, with a re-airing at 8 p.m. The United States team had selected curler John Schuster and bobsledder Alana Myers as flag bearers at the Beijing National Stadium. However, Myers will be replaced by speed skater Brittany Bow after testing positive for COVID-19. Many United States athletes have already advanced to the next round in their events, such as five members of the ski team and the women's hockey team, which defeated Finland 5-2 yesterday. That's all from us for today, folks. Reporting was contributed by Anne McEwen, Tara Mobasher, Husna Husseini, Barrett Wynn, and Mac Dudley. Our regional editor is Josie Alameda, our science and technology editor is Husna Husseini, our political editor is Jane Knight, and our sports editor is Jackson Janes. Our deputy news director is Emily Crawford, and our news director is Justin Malone. For WPGU News, I'm Owen Henderson. <laughs>